Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you for each and every one of us. God, we thank you for the house of faith, the house of God. Father, that our faith will not uh, fail us. Father, that we will stand in faith, not in faith in ourselves, not in faith in things, not in faith in places, but our faith is in you, God. Our faith is in eternity. Our faith is in your power. Our faith is in your goodness. Our faith is in, in, our, tr- in our trust in you, not in anything else on this earth, Father. Father, I ask you to hide me behind the cross. Lord, I ask you to speak through me, God. I ask you to inject faith inside of us by your word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Father, so we ask that we hear you today, God, not man, not, not, not uh, someone reading a letter, but your oracles, God, your unction. Father, we pray that we hear you, and and when we hear you, we'll have faith from hearing you. In Jesus' mighty name. This message, God called it fearful or faithful. 1 John 4, I'm going to be reading. Beloved, believe not every spirit. And it's funny because the devil is a spirit too, and he will come and he will speak fearful things. And it it says this here, but it's funny how this chapter will end with faith and love and hope and all those things. But it starts with, Beloved, believe not every spirit, try the spirits whether they are of God. Well, if a spirit's making you afraid, it ain't of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world, whereby we know the Spirit of God Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is a spirit of the Antichrist. And the spirit of the Antichrist is the spirit of the age, which is the spirit of the world, which is the spirit of fear. If you really break it down, the world will always speak of fearful things. And we want to be faithful vessels. And in this is most of all of our problems is fear. Because fear actually is outrooted from pride. And basically, um, fear comes before a fall. And you can say pride comes before a fall too. Because where there is pride, there is fear. Because if it's about you, it's pride. If it's about him, we have nothing to fear. So let's just break it down a little bit just with a couple passages. I don't even have a lot of... Um, scripture or anything, I just have a quick unction and we want to grasp hold of it in faith. You are of God, little children, and have overcome. He didn't say you will overcome. And have overcome them because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. He did not say greater is you. (laughs) That's the problem you got to know greater is He that is in you. Not greater is you. Greater is He that is in you. Remember that. Because He's saying, try the spirits. And if anyone come from man, or come from the world, or come bringing fear to you, it's not of the Spirit. Test the spirits whether they are of faith. Let's just add that in there. Let's really make it powerful and real when we read the Bible. You, it says there, you are of God, little children. It didn't say you are, unless you're not. And if you're not, then you're starting to believe in yourself. Because if you're of Him, you believe in Him, not of your own self. And a lot of the stuff 
during worship is going to kind of go along with the message. Of course, it should and it better if we're in tune with the Holy Spirit. Because we have eyes and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. And we don't want eyes to see what the flesh is doing or those we want to see what the Spirit is saying and doing. Because the Spirit is always going to what? Unmagnify fear and magnify faith. And the, and the Spirit's always going to show us the things that where we need to get in one accord with in, in the body. And it says this, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. So just because you're hearing things doesn't mean it's, even if it's in a spiritual realm, which is what He's talking about, it's of the world or it's, it's of the Holy Spirit. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world. And how many of you know that also... There are people that are going to speak, and there's also going to be people that there's spirits that are speaking through them because they're vessels of darkness. But there's people, there's the same thing you can hear without anybody else, too. Something, or you can see something and believe something. But if God said something else, whatever you see, you better not believe it if it's against what He told you. So, watch this. And they are of the world. They speak of the world. Remember, the whole world is based in fear. Everything's going to be fear. Oh, I got to get this. I got to take this. I'm going to be careful of the words I use. You guys should know what I'm talking about. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. So boom, 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 boom. Everything's this. And you get the next one. Then two years later, they find, oh, it's, it's even worse. It isn't any good. But we do it. Everything they tell us to do, everything we're supposed to do because of fear. Instead of being led by the Spirit of God. And, 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 and that's the problem is the world is fear-based because it's run by the devil, and the kingdom of God is faith-based because it's run by God, the Father of lights. The kingdom of God is now within us. So greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. Greater is the kingdom of God within us than this kingdom all around us that we see by observation. The kingdom of God is not by observation. So what? We must believe it and see it in faith because when we, when faith manifest the kingdom manifest it doesn't manifest first it manifests by faith evidence is the things hope for the evidence of things so the your faith will manifest in the evidence that faith brings not beforehand because if you always wait to see it it's never going to happen so i'm going to get into some of the old testament the world therefore speak speak they of the world because the world hears them see the world hears them why are you hearing them why are you hearing the spirit of the age? Why are you listening to the spirit of the age? The world hears them and obeys them and follows them because they're what? Of the world. That's the problem with carnality. It's of the world. We're not carnal beings anymore. We're spiritual beings. So we need to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, the church. We're the church, not a building, not a place. We are the body of Christ. We are the church. And it says, this is so good. We just go on and on. We are of God and knoweth and he that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Whereby know that the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, and I say the spirit of truth, which is by faith, and the spirit of error, which is fear and lies, or any other spirit of the world. He is a liar from the, he is the father of lies in his children. And, and in Revelation 21 and in Revelation 22, it also says, that 
These will inherit, uh, will not inherit eternal life. These that believes the lie, that maketh the lie, and it also says in in Revelation two that the unbelievers and those that are blasphemous. And I was looking up those words and all those things. It's all about resistors, about what not of the world of God and the truth, and and, and those that are speaking the truth, those that are rebelling, those that want to fight, and we see them all attacking right now Christians. But when it becomes illegal, it's going to be real because if they're allowed, so things are slowly getting into that place, but we got to have faith and not have fear. If you love your life, you'll, you will lose. If you love your life, you'll lose it. But if you give your life, you'll, if you're willing to lose your life, you'll save it and have eternity. He's talking about faith. Because you, we must get ourselves out of the way. The problem, many people say, I don't like myself, I don't like anything. But they're so, they're so worried about themselves. If you really didn't like yourself so much, then you wouldn't be so worried about what you look like, what you say, who likes you or who doesn't like you. Because it's not about you. But the devil has it all about you. Because why? Because of fear. Fear. And we're going to get into that. Fear is the biggest problem that we're going to face and that we're facing right now. Fear brings torment. And what? Torment makes you start thinking about things that might happen that, might, that aren't even happening yet. I'm going to get into that too in a minute. But he said this, He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Not everyone that loveth, that one that loveth is born God and knoweth God. And this was manifested, the love of God towards us, the only begotten Son in the world, that He might live through Him, that we might live through Him. You see that? Him and us, now we're living through Him. And there was no fear in Him. He didn't fear in the garden. He was just battling what He was going to face. He wasn't afraid of nothing because He knew who He was, He knew who He was going, and He knew His purpose. And we need to know who we are, what we're doing, and we got to know our purpose. It's all about identity. Identity is not what you do. It's who you are. And you're already that. Before you even do anything, you've got to know that you are what you are. He said, you are of God, little children. Well, if you don't think you're of God, then torment's going to get you all the time. You've got to believe that. Because God's not going to sit there every day and say, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because now we walk by faith and not by sight. We're in love. That is, love God and loved us. And therefore, He sent His Son and the prohibition. Beloved, if God is so loved us, we ought to love one another. No man has seen Him. If, if we love one another, God dwells in us and, and His love made perfect in us. See, when we have faith, we can love everybody. When we're in fear, it's hard to love because we're worried about everything about ourselves. What if I don't... Well, I'm going to get into those in a minute, so just wait. But we start to fear, then we have to... We can't give to somebody because we might not have we can't do this because it's just fear stops love and that's what he's getting into here and then let's really get these last um f these these next five scriptures are really powerful whosoever shall confess that jesus is the son of god dwells in him and he in god and we have known and believed the love that God has to. You have to believe the love towards it. See, the problem is the devil steals your belief, and you think, now, 
God loves you because of performance, perfection. So you start to look at your flesh and you put yourself back under the law and you say, God loves me when I'm okay and do right. You don't say, God doesn't love me when I stumble. Oh, now he doesn't love me. Oh, he loves me today because I prayed, I'm feeling good, I'm, 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 you know, I'm doing every, I dotted all, no, you got to know he loves you no matter what condition you're in. And that's the key. So the devil knows what to do. The, the spirit of fear, which is the spirit of the devil, knows what to do to make you feel that God doesn't love you. And if you don't think he loves you, then what else is left? Well, if he doesn't love you, then he, he must, you know, obviously he is loved, so it's impossible for not. Either if you're with him, he loves you. If you're disconnected from him, he doesn't know you. There's, there's no in-between. Either you, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, or you're being tossed to and fro because you're double-minded, because you have not really believed who and what you are and your identity. And in that, you're being tormented by, your, by the devil because you're looking at your love or you're looking at your perfection or you're look, and you're not looking at his. Because it says right here, and, and we have known and believed the love of God has to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. Or you can say, he that dwelleth in God dwells in love. Switch them around. doesn't matter. That's the same thing. And God in him. So remember earlier in this whole passage, it says, greater is he, greater is the love in you, no matter if you feel or you're being loving, the greater is the love in you than those then that are in the world, the spirit of fear. So you can say greater is the spirit of faith, faith, hope, and love in you than what is in the world. you got to believe it. See, the thing is we say we believe because we confess it, but we're, see, there's a difference between confessing something because we read it and we want it to be true, but we're really not, we're really not encountering the benefits and the faith of it, and the devil sees that. See, he shakes and, and trembles when he sees someone in faith because they're unshakable and unmovable because they actually believe. They're not looking at them, they're looking at him. If any man say, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. See, when you're in fear, you begin to hate everybody because it's all about you. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And it says, we love him because what? We're perfect? No, we love him because he first loved us. That's it. We love him because he first loved us. And we actually see, wow, how can he love us? But he did. Now I'm going to love him because no one ever loved me like him. And then verse 18, it says, and verse 17, it says, Wherefore, in our love made perfect, when we have boldness in the day of judgment. We have to be made perfect in the love, or we will have fear in the day of judgment. We have to have boldness in His love. Love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because He is, so are we in this world. He is, so are we in this world. We love Him because He first loved us. And this, watch this. There is no fear in love. There it is. But perfect love casts out fear. So perfect belief in His love to us casts out fear. And we have boldness because fear has torment. So we have boldness, we have perfect love. So fear has no place in us. 
Because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. It doesn't say he he uh, he that feareth is not is not loved by God is not made perfect in love. So your goal should be believing he loves you more than anything else because it's unconditional. He loved you first. And then you'll begin to start to actually love other people because you can only love other people because this is the ground in you. It's the, fruit, it's the fruits in you that come out of you. It's the greater seed that is in you. Who is the fruits of the Spirit? It's Christ. You're always in the way because of fear. You're trying to produce something under the law when it only can be produced in faith. And then you begin to believe the devil because he's always pointing at your insecurities, your failures, and you instead of you looking at him. And that's the problem. And the last one is 21. Well, 20 says this. Any man say, I love God and hate his brother. Okay, I read that earlier. And has not seen him or known him. And this commandment I have we from him that we who loveth God love one another, love our brother also. Faith is essential. See, the devil wants to try to make make you have faith in you. That's the problem. Many people, is their faith is in them. Their faith is in the doctrine they believe. Their faith is in the church that they go to. Their faith is in the, the people that like them or don't like them. Their faith is in how many people want to hear them, how many people. It's, it's all about them. Your faith cannot be in you or you will fail. Your faith is failing you because you have faith. You're trying to have faith in you, and then your faith, you're striving in your, your, your works orientated. Or you're conditional. You, you're making God conditional on your condition. God never said He's con- conditioned on your condition. He just said to trust Him, to believe Him, to have faith in Him. Woman, you're whole because of your faith in Him. If not, then it's perfection and performance. Perfection and performance. Perfection and performance. Oh, I didn't pray. If I did pray. No, you, you, you learn to pray all the time because you don't want the devil to mess with you. You learn to do all these things just because it becomes your lifestyle. It isn't a, a law or a religious rituals. It's a lifestyle. See, faithful people begin to get a lifestyle and what works and what they believe and they begin to shut down all the other voices and know that their faith is in Him and not in themselves. He said, now greater is He that is in you, not greater is you. That's what the problem with a lot of people is like they're building their own platform. They're building their own uh, life. They're building their self-help, self It's all about them. And that's why they, when they fail and fall, it's hard because it's on them. That's why the steps programs is like, it's, it's all about you. I, 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 if you're willing to do what I did, hey, you might get as far as I got. If you're willing to take these steps with me, if you're willing to do this and that, that's why when they fail, they, most of them can't face life or anyone, then they, they check out. Go look at the statistics. I, 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 every program of Satan is I. And the end time program of Satan is you become your own God. And no, we have a God that is faithful. We have a God that we're supposed to trust. We have a God that, can, that overcame the world. Now we are overcomers. 
We have a God that is full of faith. So we have to be faithful and not fearful. That's what the, the devil does. And even people that think they have, they still have. Why do you think people, when think the, the thing crashed, people jump, they jumped out of the window because their faith was in their title, their business, and their money. And when everything they lost everything, they just decided to die. Well, we already lost everything, so we should be dying on the cross with Jesus and have resurrection life right now, right here. But fear has to die. Fear brings torment. And it's so easy because... And don't say, oh, yeah, believe me. More people... Some people have way more things to be afraid of than you do. You don't really have nothing to be afraid of. There's A lot of people don't even have no, nothing really to put on their life. It's just them looking bad or nobody liking them. That's so little to worry about compared to big things God's called people doing. What, what is, what is, what is. Trying of our faith work is patience, and patience, when it has its perfect work, is made into perfection. We must remove all the what is out of our lives. If we don't, we're always going to have open doors of fear. What if I fail? What if I fall? What if I lose everything? What if God does not move on my behalf? What if no one likes it? What if I lose my job? What if, what if I was wrong? What if I was right? <laughs> what if no one shows up? What if I screw it up? Oh, fear. What if? You know, well, how much more does somebody, some people stepping out of nations doing things? There's a lot of people think, no, you got to get, be faithful in the little. Be faithful in the little prayer. Be faithful in the little healing. Be faithful in the little this. And God will make you faith ruler over much. Faithful over much. See, we got to get over ourselves. Already, just lose yourself so you can be faithful in the little thing. He didn't say be faithful in you. He said be faithful in His Word in Him and what He said to you and saying to us. And let's look the biggest problem. Let's look now at Numbers 13. And the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, Send men that they may search the land. Now how many know that really the land now and the kingdom is really us? If the kingdom of God is within us, and it's not by observation, it's not by your job, it's not by your family, it's not by your friends, it's not by... Uh, the state you live in or the country you live in, it's, it's in you. And how many know the strongholds you need to take are the ones the enemy has planted in your mind and in your body and in your heart? Because fear connects to the heart, but it has to come, you have to believe it in your mind and it, and it, and it messes with your heart. Because it says in your heart, they, they, uh, your heart failing them for fear of the things coming. Your heart failing you for tomorrow morning coming. It's something not even big. And then I'm gonna even fear of blowing it after you're not you haven't blown it is fear. You gotta shake it. Who cares? The thing is God just saying, I don't care if you blow it, just do it. Just do it. I don't like to say commercials, but that's just do it. And if you mess up, it don't matter. He loves you. He's more He's more concerned about you just doing it because we walk by faith, right? Abraham didn't just sit there and wait on everything. 
he went to a land he did not know, and he just went, and he just did it. And then God moves. Everyone says, oh, I have faith, God's doing this, and they just wait and wait, but they never move, and God never moves. And then they're like, I'm believing. No, you're not believing, because if you're believing, you'd be moving. Believers move. Unbelievers stay in the, in the wilderness. Send them, and then the fathers, and send the man, every one is ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandment of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness to Paran, and, and the men were heads of the children of Israel. And these were their names, and I'm not going to read all the names, but you know, they re- he reads all the names, Ashi, the son of Nun, and all them, and it goes on. And these names of the men which Moses spent to, sent to spy out the land, and Moses called Ashi the and Moses sent them to spy the land, verse 17 in Canaan, and said unto them, Get you up the wayward and go into the mountain. And, it, and, and, and let me skip back because I went over this so quick. The most important thing is before he sent them to go look, what did he say to them? Send you men and search the land, which I gave unto, I, he already gave it which I already gave. See, that's the key why he said, what are you worried about? I gave it to you. What are you going by? What you look like, what you feel like. I gave it to you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Remember, I gave you the world. I gave you this city. I gave, what are you worried about? I, and, and now you've got to give me you. That's the key thing. Which I already gave, I gave to you. He didn't, just like we were talking yesterday morning about how we start to, to, to try to figure out when God tells us something, oh, it's going to look like this. Oh, God says this is yours or that. And then all of a sudden we make it look like and how we're going to get it and who's going to help us get it and how we're going to go to where we're going to get it. And most of the time when it all happens, you end up getting it, but it's never the way you thought because you think like this. God does things that we don't even know and how we know it. So we just got to forget about how we're going to do it and just believe we got it. We got it. And that's how people would ever lose something. No, I'm saved no matter what I do. That's my, I'm saved by faith. Not by my works. That any man should boast. Now, wow. Oh, I know he's saved with us. Look, he works out what he believes. A lot of people sit home and do nothing. They say, I'm saved. But then it's like, well, if you're saved, then why aren't you moving? And he says that Moses sent the spy out the land of Canaan. He didn't go tell them to tell. He said, just go spy it out. And said unto them, get you up the wayward and go to the mountain. And see the land. What is, what is it? What it is. And the people that dwell therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. He just asked for the report of what was in the land, not of the, what they thought they could do. See the difference? He said, go just just take a report, strategy, whatever. It's like satellite now. It's okay, oh yeah, they're about ready to... to okay, USA's up to said, oh, China's getting ready to test some missiles. Well, there's big missiles. They could kill everyone. But we have more. We're not worried. Oh, you know, but they're, they're, just, they're just figuring out what's going on just to know, not to be worried. Oh, we can't do this because this and that. 
Because you got to understand, if there's any kind of arms race with God and the devil, the devil loses because he's always got more. He's got all the nuclear. He's got everything. He's got all the defense things or whatever Israel has, the, you know, the shield around them, all that. So what, 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 he's more worried about who you think and you say that he is. And in this aspect, it was way different when they, Jesus said, who do you say that I am? In this aspect, he's the one that brought them out of Egypt, did all those miracles, part of the Red Sea, showed them how great he is, and then he's saying, now I'm going to give you this land. And for them to say, wait, what are we going to do? Like, did they, did they escape out of Egypt on their own? No. Did they tr trick Egypt, Pharaoh and all them and snuck or, or built tunnels and snuck out and got, no, God brought them out in front of everybody, made a, a show and a scene about it and let everybody know who was God and Pharaoh wasn't God and he used Moses to say, let my people go. Now he's using Jesus against the devil saying, let my people go. The thing is, what are we, what are we looking at? We've got to stop looking at ourselves and our circumstances and what we have and know that God has everything we need. See, that's what he's looking at. He's not looking. He, he doesn't care what you have. He cares what you, you believe, who he is, what he said, and what he is. And that's the thing that really bothers you. You think all, all the little things that you do here and there bother him more than what? No, believing you can do this. So look. And the cities behind dwell there. And what the land is, whether the fat or lean, whether the wood, wherein, where not. And yea, by good courage and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and searched the land from the wilderness as in, and then came, and then they ascended to the south and came to Hebron and the children of Anak and the Hebrew was built seven years were foreign zone in Egypt. And they came to into the brook, and it goes on and on, and they bear the staff on them, the pomegranates, and you know they were big, and then they went and they returned from searching the land after forty days. Big clusters and they went and came. And it's like this is our land now. Where did the where did this where where is the kingdom of God? It's within us. What is our promise in the kingdom of God. Joy, peace, and righteousness. And what was their promise? Oh, huge grapes, this, milk, honey, all the things, you know, no more, you know, they're worried about going back to, I said, well, just go back to Egypt for leeks and onions. It's like, no, they didn't even get fruits and leeks and, uh, I mean, honey and all this. He's like, now you're in the wilderness eating a manna from heaven and, qu and you know, quail. But, and they're arguing and murmuring about it. He's like, but yeah, but I'm going to take you here. I just got to get Egypt out of you now. I just got to get the world out of you so you can really move in the spirit, which is now us. There it was, you know, the promised land. Well, our promise is to be free. Our promise is to have peace and joy. Our promise is to have faith. Our promise is to, to, that Jesus is going to do everything for us. All we have to do is believe and have faith and obey him. But let's see. And they returned from searching, and they went and came to Moses and Aaron and the congregation of Israel in the wilderness and brought back word unto them and all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They got some fruit, all this. Once in a while we get a little fruit, we get a little peace. Once in a while we get this. 
but we retract because we, we, we were looking at us. Right? And we go back and say, oh, yeah, but I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't do that. I do this. I, me, I, you, me, I, this person, that person, or this one. I can't do it because of this or because of that or this or this person or that person. And it came into the land whether he sends he send it us and surely flows with milk and honey. Yep, God's right. Yeah, we know the Bible's right. Oh, we see that person in peace, but you know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm different. No, that means you're not faith in Him. You're faith in me. Well, you know, I have a special case. I'm this or that. See, that's what. We, we, you know, I'm a form of godliness. I know God's my God, but I'm denying the power because I'm not being set free because of unbelief. Promised land is promised. It's not the maybe promised land. It's promised. The Bible, the Word of God is not maybe promises. It is ours. The strongholds are in our mind and in our heart. And the Word of God is, will break the strongholds, renew our mind, make us have faith. Unless we are looking at the wrong things. And that's usually us or our own strength or our, our trust is in what? Horses and chariots. That means in the things instead of the God that created all things. And that's how it always goes. So, and the Hamites dwell in the land in the south and the Hittites. And, the, and so to boil it down, to make it simple with the New Testament, we've got to stop looking at us or our own strength and know that if God said it and that's our part, or we read it because He is the Word, so we read Him, we eat Him, and we believe Him, and we obtain it. It's, 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 will bear their fruits, long-suffering, peace, joy. You know, sometimes we, and the thing is, the funny thing is, we get back in the flesh and in the spirit all the time. So it's like some of us are crossing the promised land, things are going good, we start eating the fruit, and oh, we're like, but then there comes one of the enemies or, or you know, a stronghold pulls up and we retreat right back to the wilderness because of unbelief, because of looking at our own strength, not standing there, hey, God's going to fight for me. I'm going to do what he, I'm going to keep taking the land, taking the land, taking the land. No, it's not really you taking it now. It's him overtaking you, consuming you. And the fire is in the promised land. So it's all about staying and letting him fight even for you when you think you're going to be defeated. That's how he gets his glory. That's how he manifests. But when we keep running back into the wilderness and what do we do in the wilderness? Oh, and we're going to see right now what happens when we go back to the wilderness. But the men that went up with him said, We, this is, this is the sin right here. God said in the beginning, I'm sending you to the land I already gave you. I gave it to you. I didn't ask, I, you know, you might not have your name on the deed yet, but I gave it to you. I didn't tell you how, when you're going to actually be possessing it or sitting in it, but I gave it to you. You just got to go take it. Remember that long that message? Go take it. Take it by force. Take it. You got to take it. He doesn't take it for you. See, but he does it. He, he, you go that direction and then he moves you. You retreat. Fear comes in. It's what you look at, what you believe, what you're focusing on, what you want to happen. And then that's where the miracles happen. If they didn't say, all right, Moses, we're, we're going to follow you. No, we're staying here. That's crazy. No, they followed him. And then what? Opposition came, Moses, and then God did the miracle. He didn't say. And now they already have that, all the miracles that God, even in their mind and hearts, and they still had unbelief. 
That made it a lot worse. See, when God's delivered people from a lot of things and then they go back, it makes it a lot worse because he already showed his power and might in your life. And see, that's why everyone's on a... That's why there's a lot more grace when, we, when we're learning to trust him than when we should already trust him because he's moved so mightily for us. But the man that went up and said, we're not able to go... And it says this, And Moses let, up, let us up, go at once, and possess it, for we are... We are um, and Caleb, and, and, and the two said, Caleb, you know, that, well, let us go up and do it. But then the, the, then the men in verse 31 came up and said, we're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And as we say, the devil is stronger than God. See, the pr- problem is they were looking at we. And it, we didn't say the devil's not stronger than you, but you're supposed to look at God doesn't matter how strong the devil is. The devil's really this small. You've got to keep seeing him as nothing because he's, he's a serpent again, once again. Jesus overcame him. You overcame him. He's under your feet. The thing is, we make him so big, 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 big. And that's why we probably stop even saying the name Leviathan because we keep making him this big thing when it's always a little, just a little fence that we blow up to a big old thing. And by the end of the week, he's so huge and he's really not. And we need to stop magnifying him because he's not that big. We are that big, and that's why he takes us over. Because you think you're that big, but it's not you. It's really God. And if you say, greater is he that is in you, then the fear that's in the world, then you'll be an overcomer. By what? The blood. Not by your works. By the blood of the Lamb. Not by you. See? It's what you see. See, God was very angry with that because he already said, I did. and he's like, they were. you see what I just did? You see who I am? Either I am that or I'm not that. Because if, if not, then fear's your God, and then the devil's ruler over me. And when you say that the devil's ruler over God, then you get, start getting in trouble. And the devil begins to be your God. That's how it works. So we got to focus on God and not ourselves. When we focus on fear, you're making God, the devil God over God. And that, that's the kind of stuff that you think is not a big deal because, God, you know how, what I'm dealing with. He doesn't see it that way. He says, oh, you're saying that I created him and he, I cast him down as lightning and now he, I put him in the garden and, all, and now you're saying that he's greater than me? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You've got to believe that even when you're falling, failing, or messed up. And then your faith will bring you through. Your faith in him, not in you. See, a lot of people have faith, but it's in them. And then when they mess up, then their faith messes up, right? It's very simple. But we've made it so much because the devil knew. He's been doing this for centuries now, deceiving Christians and that with his own way. He's, he's gotten mad, but God's greater. He's, God's never changed. He's the same yesterday and ever. He wins. He has the victory. If you really read Revelations, you'll see how, what a loser the devil is. But when he went up and he said, we're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Yeah, but God's stronger than them. And they brought up the evil report. He called it an evil report. When you say, God, I can't do this, it's an evil report. You've got to see it that way or you'll always do it. Cause it's a, no, because God's like, what are you looking at you for? Who said, I didn't say you... I, don't you expect me to move for you? Don't you expect me to be in you? How, what do you think I'm doing in you, hiding inside of you? I'm here to make you bold as a lion. And the lion is what? The king of the jungle. 
or are you going to be a lamb all your life? He comes back as a lion. He destroys the devil, and he gives us the authority like a lamb, the king of the jungle, and he's the king of kings, and you're supposed to be ruling and reigning your mind, your heart, because of belief. But when you allow the enemy to get in with fear, he begins to paralyze you, and you stop going over to the promise or taking the promise, and you retract back to normal. Everyone in the world is normal, whether they're not. We know there's a lot of unnormal people out there. But in the consistency of saying in fear, it's normal for them to be in fear because that's what their God is, fear. Our God is faith and creator. And all no matter what they say, mock you, make you feel stupid, you believe it, that's why you got saved. You, got, you believe because you believe Him. And He chose you first. And He loved you first. So we see it right here. And the children brought up an evil report in the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, the land that eateth up the inhabitants and all the people that we saw, men of great giants, they're giants compared to us. And they saw, here it is, saw the giants, the sons of Ang, and the giants. See, good thing David didn't say, oh, well, no one can. This giant's beaten three or four major war, warriors of Israel at a time. Why don't we just give over to the... No, but David went there, not with Saul's armor, not with religion, not with uh, special things. He says, I don't... With a couple stones and a slingshot, because what? He went in the Spirit of God. He went, and that is like a testimony of us now, in the Spirit. He took... See, your mind will be renewed in the Spirit. Your heart will be renewed in the Spirit. Your joy will be renewed in the Spirit. Your peace will be renewed in the Spirit. Unless you keep retracting back to the wilderness, there's difference between God having us physically in the wilderness and stuff, teaching us and training us and enduring the fire and death. But the thing is, you have a believing mind and He's working things out of you and you're still going forward. See, there we saw the giants and the sons and which come of the giants, and we in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. God says, you better believe it, but you know I'm going to help you. No, he already told them. See, they didn't have faith in God still. They lost their faith in God and put it back on themselves. What are you talking about? You didn't bring yourself out of Egypt. You didn't part the Red Sea. It was me. You, I didn't ask you to tell me if you're going to take the thing, I just said to go there and spy out the land so then I can even get more glory when you overcome it. Because you say, we had this, and they did take it, and they did take it, and they did take it. And the ones that stayed there, they died in the wilderness. God doesn't want us dying in the wilderness, waiting till the judgment day or Jesus comes back and then finally going to heaven. He wants us to live in joy, peace, and righteousness right here and now. Number, and then it goes on to the next chapter. And all the congregations, see, after that report, the ones that believe that report, you know, right now we'd have pictures. Oh, you see it? Look at this. Look at the stock market. Look at this. Look at the newspaper. Look at the news. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Oh, we're recession. This. Ah, look, we got to do this. We got to put money. We got to, okay, can't spend money. Can't give it. Can't give anymore. Can't do this anymore. Oh, can't do this. Okay. Oh, I better rush up. I better stay. I better plant seeds. All right. I got to have a garden. I have this. Okay. I'll me. I'm going to. Take my, my kingdom up. And then all of a sudden, boom. How long are you going to be your own God? Until you're going to finally, eventually need Him? You might as well just start now. Oh, but religious say, oh, you got to store up. Look what's going to happen. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the that's what we're seeing. But I, I got God, so I don't. You guys go waste your time. My God can multiply bread. He sends quail from heaven. He, you know, he and that was the old test. Now you know he can multiply one chicken right on the table. So what, what are you talking about? You know, God will give you wisdom to do things in the natural. Of course, we don't want to seek our own and be stupid. He gives us wisdom unmeasurable wisdom and whatever we have in our hands he'll multiply it and bless it that's how he gets greater glory when everybody else like all these churches that shut down in COVID the ones that are following God and believing God just like the guy preached this night are going to strive even more to show them their God is carnality their God is this their God is people their God is flesh but our God gets all the glory that's why he picked the smallest nation in the world and, and surrounded it with all the enemies, and it's still standing today, and it's about the size of New Jersey. And you got Iran, Iraq, these huge hating nations, and it's still sitting there, and it's thriving. Even out of all their disobedience, it's thriving more than most, all the nations always in the world. So, you know, it's always going to, the whole world goes down, but it's always going to be the elite, even when in the last days, when it gets surrounded. And now we are His chosen, His church, the apple of His eye. So we got to get our eyes off of us, get our eyes off of the report of the newspaper or the weather. Or, and that's why people, they get their own insurance. Our insurance has to be the power of God. My insurance is the power of God. You know, I have to get insurance because it's a law. That's fine. But now, you know, you know. So the whole time, every when you don't have insurance or something, I can't get sick. I got no money. What am I gonna do? I can't wait till I'm 55 or 60. Was it now? 68. So that I can go to the doctor, see if there's anything wrong with me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you got free. Medical, and now you're at the doctor every other month because it's free, and then they're fine. They're giving you all kinds of reports, and all of a sudden you start getting sicker and sicker because you're coming in agreement with all the lies. That's how it works, and then people die over and over. Oh, you know, you know. Here's the statistics. Well, I'm not part of the statistics because I'm in Him. So whatever happens to me, He already knows it before it's happened. And you know what? If something happens to me, so be it. God is a, a Lord of my life. So if he just thinks that I need to, you know, not be able to see a 2020 vision anymore, well, I'm going to believe that he'll heal me. But if he doesn't, hey, he must know better than me and he must going to use it for his glory. Oh, you know, he doesn't want me to have this or that. Oh, well, God already knows my tomorrow before I get there. He said, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own worries of its own. You know, seek first the kingdom and its right. Seek first the promised land and It'll all be yours. Seek first the kingdom of God. All these things shall be added unto you. Fear sucks out the life of God out of us and puts the life of the world, which is dead, in us. She said Numbers 14, 1 9, and that's why some, we, all guilty, and some, some levels not, we start to worry. Worry brings torment. And then the enemies in your night at sleep are doing something or... Or you're even waking up and, oh my God, or, or this person or that person are afraid. Let God be the author and finisher of our faith. 
We can't. Because if you're the author and finisher of your faith, you're going to have faith in you. If he's the author and finisher of faith, you don't have faith in him. The children, verse 2 in chapter 14, and I'm almost done. And the children murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in the wilderness? So it's like, I'd rather just die. Why? I'd rather, what are they thinking? I'd rather than a, than a, than a communion wafer manna from heaven, you know, probably like a little communion wafer, or some quail. I'd rather die with a big old grape like this in my mouth. What was the problem? I, at least I'm dying in faith in the promised land. They're like a... Because what? They were looking at... The, and, they, and, and we would go and had died in the wilderness or in Egypt. And wherefore has the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword? That's so evil. God brought me here to fail. Oh, really? Well, then you are going to fail. And to fall by the sword that our wives and our children... Look, and see how when the fear opens the door... Now my children and my wives and my children and they're like, they just went in there, stole all this, or took, not stole it because God gave it to them, took all their fruit, took some of the things, went back and showed everyone so everyone should be celebrating. What did everybody do? Oh, we're never gonna have. That's the only grape. Can we cut it within one million pieces? That's how we do. We sit in the wilderness. No. And everyone else is, and then waiting and waiting. And then it's affected. It affects everybody else. Fear starts affecting other people. And it says and that it was better for us to return to Egypt. Now they want to go back in bondage because of unbelief. God gave it to them. God gave us this word. Let's pretend this is the whole New Testament. But what? We take it by force. Right? It's like this. Jesus is preaching all that. And they were trying to get the kingdom before John the Baptist. Up till now, the kingdom of God suffered violent, and the violent take it by force. What is he saying? They're taking it. By, it's like Jesus was, and they were going to fight towards him. What is that? They're stroving one another. They're, they're fighting one another. They want his garment. They're pulling for him. They're all like, and he's preaching to all these people, and he's explaining to them. You see how they're, they're coming? They're, they're, they're hungry. They're after it. But they don't know to count the cross. They want the kingdom. Now, when he began to count the cost and tell them all this, then those all people that were trying to force their way on him and, and push their way to him, they all began to leave him. And that's what he's saying. The kingdom of God suffered violent, and the violent take it by force. Take it by force. And then it says, Aaron, and they all fell on their faces in the assembly of the congregation, and Joshua, none, and all that. And you see, what, what really bothered God it wasn't their weakness. It wasn't their lack of swords and their lack of people and their lack of... It was their lack of faith in Him. That's got to be our biggest thing. Whatever I do, I don't care how I fail or whatever, I'm going to face 
my giants. I'm going to face my obstacles. I'm going to, I am going to go, if I only get to suck on one grape, I'll die sucking on that grape. That's how we got to become right now because we're taking the land of, you know, what if, what if, what I could, all day long the devil brings me in my thoughts. What if, what if you were wrong? What if you did all this? And what if, and and then you meditate. Yeah, then it's, yeah, I'm going to look stupid. Everyone, and then all of a sudden, it's you, 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 you. And God starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's how he works. What if? But you say, there's no what if. God said it. It's mine. I don't care what it looks like, devil. doesn't matter. God gave it to me. All I know is he said it, and I'm going that way. All I know is he said it, and he's, he's been leading me every, every step of the way until I retract, and then I get nowhere. God said it. See, faith is, the, faith is the, the, the thing that opens the door to the more. Fear shuts the door to anything, and you're stuck. And then you want to say, well, God, don't you see, God? God, can't you see how big I am? And then it's false humility. That's what religion always does. God, I'm nothing. I just, God, do it for me. God says, no, I'm going to do it for you when you're moving that direction, if you need it. But you're going to realize how strong you really are. David, you're going to see how accurate you are, David, because you've been practicing all the time. Just, do, just go with whatever's familiar with you. What was that one stone you got? What is that one gift you got? What is that one thing you need? Hit him right between the eyes, and the enemy fell, and everybody cheered him on. What if David, because what? David got his faith in God. He says, there's no way I could have took out that line without God. Oh, the bear. I thought I was dead then. I thought I was dead then. For sure. Now I have confidence. Look what we've accomplished already. Look how far we've gotten already. Oh, it says, take the land. I want a peace just on Sunday night. A peace Monday morning, too. And then Tuesday. And then all of a sudden, you're getting joy because the devil's fear is not having a foothold in your life. And how do we get rid of the fear? Stop looking at you. Look at him. He Faith gobbles up fear. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Not my faith, his faith. He gives me the gift of faith. All I have to do is activate and believe it. He said it. I believe it. He said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So if I die, I die. If everybody laughs at me, oh, well, God must going to get glory from that. Just like he did one day when I went up and did something in the church where he told me to, and it seemed like everybody's laughing at me. Then God came through, and he testified of me. The Lord is my delight. The Lord delight in us, and he will bring us into the land and give it to us. That has to be. I mean, this whole stories are here not to make us, to make us believe, to make us fear God. No, he's not good. I'm going, whether I die or not, because I fear God. I'm not going to make him little and all my problems big or my life bigger than God's, my life in God. And the Lord, if the Lord delight in us, then we'll bring us into the land and, get he, and give it to us. He already gave it to them. There's no ifs. See, there's that if again. And give it to us. A land which floweth with milk and honey. Only rebel not against the Lord. Or, or only rebel not against the Word. 
Neither fear. Let's close it right there at 9 with that. Even fear, yea, not the people in the land. Even fear the obstacles along the way. Even don't fear what could happen. For they are bread for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Everybody say, fear them not. Got to get our eyes back on him. Then later, we see the things that happen. But look at this. Everyone can stand up. Here's some scriptures to meditate and end on. Isaiah 35, 3-5. Strengthen your weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them, he's, this is what I'm saying to you today, just like Isaiah was told by God to say to Israel. Say to them that are of fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even with recompense. He will come and save you. He will come and deliver you. He will come and bring you through. He will, not you. God never said you were going to do it. <clears throat> then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Luke 21, 26. Men's heart failing them for fear and looking for the, those things which are coming on the earth and the powers of You can't look for those things coming. Look at Him. Your heart's failing you. You're looking at things around you, things coming tomorrow. What if? What if? What if? Who cares? Who cares? God said it. And then he really moves. God will stop whatever he's doing. He'll come work for you. Right away. He's everywhere. He's omnipotent. Right away, he'll drop whatever he's doing. He'll say, oh, my God, this guy's stepping out in faith. I'm not going to let He's. He's... He's testifying to me. He's stepping out of faith. Oh, he's, he's doing this and declaring my, oh my God, am I going to leave him, make him look stupid? No, I'm going to drop everything and, and I'm going to go do it right now. Isaiah 41.10 Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be now not dismayed, for I am thy God, and I will strengthen thee. Yea, and I will help thee, and I will uphold thee in thy right hand of righteousness. And I can add all those who believe me. Because we know everything God says is promised. The land was promised, but they had to go. Your life is promised, but you have to take it. And shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, and that is... Now we're in Deuteronomy 23-4, and we're going to close. And say unto them, Hear, O Israel, and reproach this day unto the battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not, and do not tremble. Neither be terrified because of them. Do not be terrified because of what you see or what the enemy is telling you. For the Lord your God is He that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies and to save you. Your He's the one taking over our mind. Do we not have the mind of Christ? See, now we go into the battlefield of the mind, the walls of your heart. Do you not, have, you, have you built up a wall because, because of those who betrayed you or hurt you, so now nobody can get in your heart? 
Because now God is us. He says, you do unto the least of these you've done unto me. He said, if you love your brother, if you hate your brother and you do not love your brother and the love of God is not with you, how can you say you love your brother and you say you love God and hate your brother and that you see and say you love God who you don't see? You're a liar and the love of God is not in you, is what he says. So if fear is in you, love can't be in you. If faith's in you, love will be in you. Because faith is of God and all those who love have faith in God. So, Father, we thank you that we will not be fearful. Even if we stumble, even if we fall, we get back up and we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. You wrote my faith out. I didn't. You saved me. I didn't save myself. I, you delivered me. I couldn't deliver myself. And I called on you in my reproach. I called on you in my shame. I called on you when all the whole world was against me. And you lifted me up and brought me in, 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 into your arms and hands and breathe new life in me so I continue to walk in you greater is you now because you are in me greater is you that are in me than he that is in the world than the devil that is in other people than the children of this world I don't care what they say I don't care what they do I am a faithful bride and I will be true to you not in perfection but in my faith in you you're my covering, not the world, not people, not places, not things, and not myself. And that is the testimony of me. That is the kingdom of God. Father, I want to take it. I want to live in this peace. When the whole world's shaking, I'm going to be in peace with you. And if I die, I die, because I know what's after the blink of an eye. So it's all, all forward march and awesomeness from here, because this world is the test. And the trial and the kingdom of God is the promise. And heaven and glory is my destination. So I thank you, Father. And I thank you for all things working together for your good. Because you called me. You breathed new life in me. And I am a new creation. And old things and fearful things are passing away. And all new things and faithful things are coming to pass. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen.